You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. Okay, so you all have been asking, and we finally made it happen. Today, we have WWE superstar Becky Lynch on the podcast. Plus, my bougie sister has made a surprisingly hippie mommy decision that I can't wait to share. (laughs) All right, here we go. Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the Bellas Podcast. Oh boy, you guys, the Bellas are getting next level stir crazy. So you know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we are opening up with some Shirley Temples because we are about to bring on our favorite redhead in the entire world, Becky Lynch. (laughs) But before we bring on Becky, because she's definitely been in demand, let me tell you. Oh, yes. I mean, everyone has wanted her on the podcast. I'm super excited to have her on the podcast. But let's update everyone with what's going on in our lives before we bring on Becky. Yeah, because it's weird that it feels like a lot's going on in our lives, even though we're still stuck in home. Oh my gosh, it's like lockdown. I feel like we're back at day one. I will say three days ago, Nicole and I literally looked at each other and we were like, you feeling a breakdown? You feeling a breakdown? And we had to like give each other positive thoughts because we are stir crazy. I'm not going to lie. I literally almost had my first like massive meltdown 
breakdown, whatever you want to call it, a few days ago. Like, I just said that, yeah. No, I know, but it was like so real. I had to go to Brie because I was like, Brie, I'm literally about to lose it. I'm sick of being inside. I'm sick of not being a part of the world. I'm sick of being in the heat and I can't even go on my walks. And I think that's what's made it worse. I agree. I mean, it sounds like such silly things that you can't do, but it is crazy. Like mentally I'm breaking and I almost wish my boy would get here sooner so I could at least be inside and and know like, well, at least I'm taking care of this new baby and, and learning. But instead it's like a waiting and I'm just, I'm tired tired of being in lockdown. And I will say the end of pregnancy is always the toughest. I remember that with Bird and I feel like that is mother's nature's way of being like you're just you want the baby out so bad you don't care about doing a natural birth right. or feeling pain. You're like just get the baby out. I agree. So I always do feel like the ending of pregnancy is tough because everything's uncomfortable. You're not sleeping good and it is like right. you're excited to see that your baby so it's like the days feel a little longer than totally. usual. But it's the uncertainty is just killing me because, you know, we all were maybe having expectations of a second wave of COVID-19 in the fall. I feel like we're getting hit with a second wave right now. And then I'm like, okay, so is that a third wave in the fall? Like, are we just constantly going to have these waves? And at times you want to be the person of like, let's just live. But also we are putting high risk people at risk. So it's like, no, we all have to stay in lockdown and wear a mask. And it's just difficult. And I know we're not the only ones going it's through It's kind it. of like a wrestling match. It's like you start off real good, right? You're like rocking and rolling and then boom, a big heat spot. You get taken down and then you're just getting beat up. But then you get a hope spot and you're like, you know what? This is great. Little hope spot. Am I going to make my comeback? Am I go for the big win? Oh, gosh, and then Bree. boom. The heat spot comes again and you're back to getting beat up. That's yeah. what I feel like. But you know what? There's at least a finish in the end. There's no finish with COVID-19. Well, I'm about to tap COVID-19 out. Well, I would love for you to tap it out. <laughs> I mean, geez, I would love someone to. So, But anyways, any of you that are affected by it, that are listening or know someone affected by it, just know our prayers and thoughts are with you all. We hope... Everyone stays safe and, you know, let's just keep each other strong and positive and know that one day soon we will get through this. Okay. So we I, will. There, There's always light at the end of the tunnel. We have to remember that. I but, agree. And I think some big news to tell everyone is... Well, I'm already pregnant, so yeah. what would it be? I'm already is, engaged. <laughs> is that Nicole Uh-oh. looks like she's made the decision to use cloth diapers. Oh, Who would have thought my bougie sister would use cloth diapers? Wait, when did we discuss this? You and Artem seemed very positive. Okay, we did. And I, you know what? This is the thing is, I think when we hear about cloth diapers, we all freak out, right? Like it seems nasty. But when I saw you doing it with Bird, it was the easiest non-nasty thing ever. Right. Right. So, Yeah. I told Bree after this, I want her to come over to my nursery and we're going to do some stuff. And It was a big day for me, you guys, yesterday. My she cloth was... diapers came in, so I've been organizing my cloth <laughs> diapers. But now Nicole is going to use um, the same ones from this company. Yeah. Who I'm going to have to post them because Forbes just put them over. They're like the number one out there, but... Um, designs are cute everything's cute and like they have plain because i like plain they have plain i don't like all the designs but um i'll have to post them because i mean from the cleaner to everything i was like oh this is great like a good pack and now my sister's gonna be doing it makes me very proud you know i realized that we all can do steps in making the environment better and i think You know, all of us being in quarantine, there's so much going on in the world and and we want to keep our focuses on all the changes like Black Lives Matter. We still want to focus and help with that change. We want to, you know, help with the change of getting everyone to register to vote and being as a part of it as you can this year. But let's not forget about our environmental issues because it's easy to forget. And so for me, I've realized that 
I keep making more and more steps of being more environmentally friendly and it feels really good. I mean, my sister definitely got the Gucci diaper bag. I, that's environmentally friendly. But Actually, you guys I'm know. very happy that she did cloth diapers. Thank you. And that was a gift. Artem got me a gift. But how about how I've been looking, which this is something I'm proud of and people might laugh out loud about. But like I've been looking on some websites where they have used designer stuff because in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm not buying new. Yeah, you're recycling. I'm recycling. So I feel like I'm making changes, you guys. And you are they're little, but if we all make little changes, can you imagine? Like this is the what I've been we can make? saying the whole time. It's just when it comes from a hippie, it's like, oh, uh, here we go again. It's kind of you know what it's it reminds good me that of. It comes from someone like you, right? And when we sign petitions, we've all been signing petitions lately. I know I've been very proactive because I feel like that's a way that I can help with change from being on the inside, not being able to go outside. That's how I feel. Me changing and recycling it's like signing petitions i'm doing what i can to make the world better so hey if you have sanitary on your washer guess what use <laughs> cloth diapers Keep diapers out of the landfill you know what brie i want to get to becky because i really want to bring her on i know everyone is so pumped that we have her on the show i'm pumped you know what's always funny is we could be really good friends with people and I'm always just afraid to ask them to come on the podcast because I don't want them to ever feel forced or obligated or obligated because we are friends. Um, But Becky is someone I've wanted to bring on the podcast for a while. And it's funny because I've wanted to bring her on before she got pregnant because if some of you aren't familiar with the wrestling world and Becky's name is beyond now the wrestling world, but, um, what Becky Lynch has done for women and and beyond for women, what she's done for herself and in her career is truly incredible. As you all know, if you've read our memoir, Incomparable, or if you've heard us talk about it before here on the podcast or on our reality shows, Brie and I were a part of an incredible revolution turned evolution at the WWE for women. We were fortunate to be at the forefront. We have fought for so many years to just break barriers for women there, for women to be treated equal, equal pay, equal opportunity. And we were a part of that fight and succeeded. And Becky has taken it to a whole nother level. And it has been so incredible to see what she has done for women and just for her being a character, but being a female character. She's been a main eventer. She's been looked at as what we call in our industry, a top guy. But she's changed that verbiage where it's not about being the top guy. It's just about being the top character. And she has held that torch for the past year in such an incredible way. And what I really commend about Becky, she's never changed. Because you see that in any business. Sometimes people become top of their game. And sometimes it could get to their head or not. Becky, since day one, since I have known her, has been the same person who's always been so sweet, so kind, humble, caring, hard worker, always was asking questions. When I was with her on SmackDown, when I came back after my broken neck, I just, I fell in love with Becky because her and Alexa Bliss and a few others came up from NXT and... I mean, we always call our six pack there, Natty, Naomi, Alexa, Becky, and myself. We just became so close and we just all grew such an incredible friendship. And I just fell in love with Becky. And what I love is the people wanted her. She wasn't the push. She was the underdog that became the ultimate brightest star and still is the same person. And now she's going to be a mom. I know. Well, it's crazy because Becky and I, during the whole Divas Revolution, they always paired us up together. Like yeah, you it guys was, have incredible chemistry in the ring. Yeah, when it was the three teams. And so it was always like Brie and Becky, Brie and Becky. And um, so I got so close with her during that run. But everything you said, Nicole, is spot on. And yeah. I cannot wait to interview her. So yes. up next, you guys, Becky Lynch. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. 
Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Oh my gosh, Becky, I can't even believe we actually get to see you. I know. (laughs) The way of the world now, it's crazy. I know. Through good old Zoom. Thank goodness for Zoom, honestly. honestly. You look incredible. Like, you look refreshed. You're glowing. Like, you look beautiful. There is something to pregnancy glow. There is. No, I really do just think that it's where I'm sitting in the house. I did purposely mm-hmm. sit with the good lighting. Yeah. No, but we were staring at one of your photos on Instagram. It was the a workout one. one. And I think it's the first time we've all seen you without like your natural hair color. You looked insane. Yeah. 
I was like, dang. Oh, well, thank you. you. Even my I, mom texted us. She did. <laughs> She's like, did you see what Becky just posted? She looks so beautiful. And it's funny because oh, I'm like, guys. didn't yeah, we look that good first trimester? I don't think we did. No, I looked like I had a massive hangover without drinking every day. <laughs> I looked miserable first trimester. I know. Were you sick the whole time? I was sick and I got yeah. influenza B. So like oh, to have both... And I was someone who never got the flu, never did the flu shot. And they did warn me, you know, they warn us that especially first trimester, our immune systems are so down. I remember the guy that sneezed Mm -hmm. in Whole Foods in the produce section. Which is so gross, by the way. It was disgusting. It was two nights or the night before Christmas Eve, Artem and I were shopping because we were like cooking Christmas dinner. And I remember looking at him like he pretty much sneezed on me. And then I got an insane case of influence to be where they thought I was going to miscarry. Like it was oh, so no. bad. Yeah. I was bedridden for, was I 15 days? Yeah. I mean, she couldn't move for eight I was days. Like paralyzed. And I was it like was her terrible. nurse. And it was weird. Cause at the time I was wearing a mask, so I wouldn't get sick. And like, who knew like in a couple months, COVID would be hitting. When I look at Artem and I's yeah. new year's Eve kiss. Cause we were supposed to go to Sedona and have these amazing plans. Well, he couldn't be around me. So he came into the room with the mask on and we did a quick, um, kiss, but we had to be all masked up. And when I look at how I started 2020 and how my whole 2020 has been, it's been in a damn mask. <laughs> I literally crazy. was out in the world for three weeks till COVID hit because I was suffering with influenza B. So that oh was like my God. first trimester. Yeah. How's your first trimester been? I, well, so I felt sick the whole time, but just nauseous. And then that was it really. Like I, I, I was still able to work out. I wasn't exhausted, but I don't have that. You know, in the gym, I, ca- I can't like push anymore. You know what yes, I mean? And I right. don't know if that's like a mental thing where I'm like, ah, I don't want to. And You know, yeah. so you're worried about everything because I, I don't know. I've never felt this before. So I don't know what to do and what not to do. So I think I was a little overly cautious about everything. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I just felt sick. Skin got real bad and mm. lost a bit of weight actually during oh, my wow. first trimester just because I couldn't eat. Yeah. Um, That's how I was with and- Birdie. Oh, okay. I lost a little weight, which was weird, but it's because I was tired all the time. So I just sleep all the time. Oh, see, I figured that like, road life just just sorted me out for tiredness i was like oh this is a break i'm at home i can sleep you know <laughs> um so luckily i, di- I didn't feel i because i was kept waiting for it kept waiting for it and it never really happened um but i did keep drinking coffee one coffee a day you're allowed to do that. That's us. us isn't it such a treat when you just oh. know it's that one and you're just like i you drink it, it so slow me yeah. too i just am yeah. like i'm just I, it's heaven it's that uh that morning of heaven that you get well and then you know when yeah. you breastfeed it's like you still only get your one cup so it's like you don't know how long you're gonna breastfeed but you're like when the baby comes, you still have to do that one cup that you still yeah. are just cherishing. Well, Brie, you know what? I feel like for our listeners, we need to go back in time first. We first we need do. to talk to Becky and pick her brain because she is the definition of women empowerment, trailblazer. Mm-hmm. What she has done for women in a male-dominated industry is incredible. So I want to go back, talk a little bit about that, and then we get into... More baby talk. The fun. What well, we find now, the fun what talk. What we find, yeah. Finally so joined, fun. We both have finally joined the mom's club. Now I know oh what God. these women I, I are like talking that about. I finally have my partner in crime to join me in all the baby stuff. Because before she's like, because you're I a mom. Did. Because you're a mom. I used to give him a lot of shit. I get yeah. so sick oh, of the really? conversations. I was like, oh, we get it. And now you're right there. I am. And I love my baby yes. boy. But I do oh. agree. Because we do. The one thing that our listeners love hearing is these incredible stories of women conquering. And the one thing that Nicole and I, I mean, we were lucky enough to get in the ring with you, to have storylines together. Some of my favorite matches, I'll never forget our one match. It was main event, but I absolutely yep. loved it. We always had great chemistry with you. You but always had incredible chemistry. Yeah. You and were always paired up. We were always paired up period of during time. Yeah. the... Because I never yeah. did a story with you, but I've no. wrestled you a ton. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. But when Nicole and I left WWE, it was so amazing to see just how 
you just shot up the ladder. And I think the thing that we both loved so much watching Raw and SmackDown was seeing you be the first woman, in my opinion. And we've seen the locker room change so many different times I mean, and see gosh. so many different stories. Were we there 14, 15 years? Yeah. Is when we walked, it was like 13. Right. Oh my gosh. To truly see a woman become a main eventer, not to be like, oh, women got a main event match. It was like Becky Lynch, the man, is a main eventer. And I think, you know, us as women who were in the industry and just women at home, like to see that, like it gives me goosebumps because me too. That was like a very big moment for women. And, and not to be the push, to be the choice of the people. Yeah. That was my favorite was the the organic feel of it. It was like that they wanted you. The people wanted you. It wasn't like this is who we're taking and we're gonna make her this. This is the story. Like you just became it. And how was that? Like, how was, cause we've never really just sat and have talked about that. Like the feeling of that, or I'm sure you had so much pressure. Like, what did you think at night when you would go to bed or how would you prep for knowing that you, I mean, you had so much to carry on your shoulders. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Cause it was kind of just everything merging at once. So it was like catching lightning in a bottle. It was all of us had established what women could do. And people had been so receptive to that and realized that we are characters, we are people, we are athletes, we can do whatever it is that the guys are doing. And sometimes just our need and our hunger to plant our feet and say that we're main eventers kind of made us push a little bit harder. And I think then it was just that marriage of me being an underdog and somebody that they'd seen kind of get a little bit and then get it taken away, get a little bit, get taken away and then keep pushing, keep pushing and keep pushing. And then eventually you say enough is enough because it was all building towards SummerSlam in 2018, um, kind of from Money in the Bank 2018 and people really wanted to get my shot. And Charlotte's been in that position where she's, you know, being the one with the pedigree and she's been very successful in their career and gotten pushed and they were, they were just ready to see somebody else. And so when you kind of stand up against uh, the system and that um, representative of the system and say enough is enough and God, just look at it now. It's happening in society. It's happening in life in a completely different way. When people say enough is enough, it's that thing that people can get behind and uh and they support and and uh I was the the voice of that and the the face of that and um so the pressure the pressure I don't think got to me as much as I thought it would mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. when I was like 19 and in the independence and I was getting reputation for myself and that I was this good wrestler and had a future and I freaked out and, and, and the pressure got to me more than when I was about to main event WrestleMania. And I don't know if that was just how I'd gotten my headspace, but I was like, okay, this is how it's meant to be. This is how it's meant to be. And, uh, but, but just never stopped working and never took it for granted. And, um, just always thought about, okay, how can we make this more interesting? How can we keep this going? Because you know yourself when you're there, you're always trying to navigate through the system to make the story work or uh, make it less convoluted. You know? <laughs> totally. And, you know, it's crazy because I feel like when we saw my husband, Daniel Bryan, the yes movement organically happen and how loud the crowd was and how the crowd just, it was like no choice for the authority to push. When I would watch, I was like, this is like the yes movement for Becky. And I'll never forget when you got punched in the face <laughs> and just, you're so bloody, but it was so badass the way you went into the crowd. I mean, it's an iconic shot. I mean, that's, iconic. It's, but you, you'll it was, never, that's just. It was like such a shift. And like, you were already up there, but it was crazy. It was like, I'll never forget with Brian. When he was out in the ring and all the fans, I was just like, whoa, there's a shift here. And it was weird to feel it and see it on TV and be like, whoa, like this is, this is it. Like, there's no turning back. Like, this is the movement for Becky. And it was to insane. I agree. And, and to go back what, you know, you were saying about the pressure, like how you felt it more at 19 
And like that moment, like what people would think is smaller, but when you're at that age, it's actually the biggest moment in your life because it's taking to the next chapter of your life. Then when you walked out to WrestleMania, like I get that because I feel like when you are oppressed and you get that fire and that drive to be like, I'm creating change, like I've had enough. And we're seeing that right now with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything going on in the world. When you get to that point of enough is enough, you do become unstoppable. And I do, yep. I, I, you do see where the pressure, there, there is no pressure anymore because you're like, I'm doing this right. and it's, I don't even care what happens. And I, that's when magic yeah. happens. I agree. It's crazy. And I feel like too at WWE, the minute that Vince let us like stop dressing like being twin. I mean, we were always twins, but you know what I mean? Being real twinny. And we got to really dive into that heel Bella character and be ourselves. I felt so comfortable that it was weird how I stopped feeling nervous going out to ring because I truly knew who I was. Instead of always thinking like, okay, they really want me to be like this good guy and go out and smile and like do these things that just didn't feel natural. And then when you and I just finally got into that one role, it was like, Okay, like whatever situation I'm in, I know what to do. Right. It just felt comfortable. Yeah. Well, for me, it really hit me when I turned on you at SummerSlam. Oh, and I'm I sure did. that was very natural <laughs> feeling. It felt so amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm enlightened. Jeez. This is great. And in my head, I was thinking this is my whole life yeah. all the time with you. <laughs> no, but I just remember that first promo with Stephanie when I like healed out and I came back and everyone was like, dang. The girl that would always say yes and follow the rules and giggle and put the rose in her hair and talk at the same time with my twin sister, <laughs> that day was done. No that, more. Those days were awful. And <laughs> started a whole new person. But but I agree with you. Um, what I would love to know is, so you're this woman on top of the world and you are breaking barriers that no one else has. And, and you're just doing incredible work mainstream in the WWE universe worldwide. And then you find out you're pregnant. And I just like, I mean, look, it gives me chills. I, mean, when I, think I know. That, it, I just know the incredible feeling when you're shocked and it happens and you just. There's so many things going on in yeah, your head. I just want to know, like, if you can share the details of that. Like, what feelings, was that moment? Like, yeah, the moment. So. I don't know about you guys, but, you, you know, you have your goals and you're working towards everything. But in the back of your mind, like I always wanted to be a mother. I always wanted to have a family. Um, and I knew that I, 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 just because, so I started wrestling when I was 15. And um, just everything, that, but I bodybuilded, never, is that a, is that a word? I, I yeah. I, I did bodybuilding company. We approve. Kind of yeah. And so I just felt like uh, I probably had damaged my body a lot. Um, so I knew like, okay, I want to try and have a, a, a baby before 35. And, uh, and like then I, I, you know, I met Colby and I was like, well, perfect. <laughs> um, this, this, is, this is my person. Um, oh. And so, so this was always the plan. Um, cause originally I was like, okay, well I'll wait till I'm done wrestling and then I'll have a family. But then I started thinking, wait, but wait, why do I, why do I have to do that? Guys don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Hell, I'll just do it whenever, you know, whenever the time feels right. So we started trying and I just thought it would take a long time Yeah, and it didn't. We were super lucky. It happened before I would have expected. And, uh, uh, I was still the champ at the time, which I actually thought that I was going to lose the title at WrestleMania, yeah. which I also pitched, but that's not yeah. even there. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, uh, yeah. plans change. Right. So, um, so yeah, so uh, when, when we came back from filming WrestleMania, I was feeling sick already. And so this was even too early to take a test. And so then I got the um, the early response ones, which are the ones with the lines. Oh yeah. And so so I took one of them, and uh, Colby didn't even know that I took it. And just one line popped up real quick, but I didn't even read the instructions. So I was like, "Oh, it's the negative line." And I was like, "I am so not pregnant." And I threw it into the into the bin. And then we came back from the gym that night, and. Uh, and I took it out and I was like, oh, wait, hang on. There's a second line here. And so then I like went to him and I was like, is that, is that a second line? And then we Googled it. And then it said that, you know, there's like a, 
an evaporation line if you wait too long. And so I was like, oh, okay, so that's probably it. And then the <laughs> next morning I took it and I waited and the line again was really faint. And I was like, oh, all right, I just need to wait to get like one of the digital tests. And then um, I got the digital test and the word just popped up. It's like, wow. Mm. <laughs> Colby just like threw his hands in the air and said, scream. <laughs> Oh my god. That is so cute. It's so funny because I mean I love the fact that we're all pregnant right now. Like at the same time. It's so it's it's so cool. And it's so funny because I remember this pregnancy when I found saw the test, I was really like, oh shit. Cause I wasn't expecting to get pregnant. Like Brian and I had tried eight months and then we gave up and I was like, you know what? I'm only having one child. Like I'm, that's it. I think that's all I can do with having a career. And then I do remember the night we weren't safe and, but I just didn't think it could happen for me. Like, okay, we, you know, he inside. Yeah. All of it. Okay. Brian, you know, yeah, we know. And, um, but I was like, (laughs) we know how it works. Talking to two pregnant women. We know how it works. <laughs> and I just remember when I saw it, I was like, I mind blown. Like, I was like, oh, shit. And then Nicole, two days later, I mean, yeah. had the same reaction. Two, two days later? <laughs> two days later, she found out she was pregnant after me. I thought I was just wow. feeling symptoms because she told me. So twin stuff will work that way. So I rem- I started feeling sick and I was like, oh, this this just has to be because Brie just told me she's pregnant. But then I kept thinking like my brain kept telling me, like, take a test, take a test. And so I didn't tell anyone. I just drove and got a test. And I'm like, this is going to be negative. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Um, when I saw positive, I was like, I'm not even late on my period. I'm like, well, I'm supposed to get my period tomorrow. But I was like, oh my gosh, do I tell anyone? Do I wait? And then I was going to go tell Brie. And then I'm like, wait, no, I should tell Arden first because I'll never <laughs> live that down that I go to Brie first. <laughs> and I was like so shocked. But I told Brie and Arden, like, I don't want to tell any family members till I wait one more week just to make sure that I've missed my period. And sure enough, it was crazy. And then she was mad at me and then she was fine. But because we oh, couldn't wait, believe we were pregnant. Mad? Well, yeah, because Brie. you want me to go in detail? No. Yeah, I love what you said it because my sister, I was very unsure with my life at the time because I just gotten engaged and I was like, she was freaking out over that. I was freaking out because all of a sudden when we got back from France here in a moment and then I got home and then I'm like, oh my God, this is too fast. What did I do? Like, I'm not ready to get engaged, let alone be married. And I was freaking out and then I found out I was pregnant. Yeah, we had this deep conversation and we're talking and. And she just was like, I don't, I think this isn't right. And she was going to call off the engagement. Not even 10 hours later, she comes to me with a big smile, like I'm pregnant. <laughs> and like, what's a sp- <laughs> sister supposed to do? Like, yeah. I like looked at her and I'm you like, there for me. I was just shocked. I was shocked, but well, I didn't know what to me think. Too. But yeah, but so, well, I am there for you, but I needed a couple days to like digest. Yeah, I know. I lived it. <laughs> Um, and I gave you them. <laughs> so you find out you're pregnant yep. and you guys are so excited. Then what was your next thoughts of like, I'm the champ and now, now I have to, you know, tell the world. Yeah. So then, um, it was, uh, it was like, ah, frick, is there a way that I can, she, she can, she can just beat me real quick. Colby's like, no, <laughs> no, you're yeah. not. No. That's so would have been me too. too. There's a certain pin that's fine, right? So then we talked a lot and then decided, okay, well, like, what if there's a tournament for the number one contendership? So the people they don't know that that they're actually going to be competing for the title, and then um, right as they go to have that last match, whoever gets there um, at the end, then I tell them, well, actually, this is for the title, Um, but money in the bank was happening at the same time so it was too confusing to mm. to merge the two so they they just decided that they would do the money in the bank ladder match and have that as the title match essentially but without them knowing wow and i have to say your promo in the ring it was so beautiful it was. like how you said it we all there were so many of us i felt like group text messages went off everywhere and they're just like that was like the most beautiful way to put it like I how agree. it was, it was just so beautiful. It was strong, but yet feminine. Yeah. And 
that's what I really loved about it. Cause, and it, and it was shocking. I think a lot of people were surprised they weren't expecting you to say that. So it was a great moment too in wrestling because yeah, you love those moments when you you aren't expecting anything. That's what's fun about pro wrestling. And, and the heart, when you feel the heart and mm-hmm. the passion and like how you said mother, I just was like, oh my gosh. Like you just melt with your words. It yeah. was beautiful. And I love that WWE showcased it like that. Me too. Because, you know, there's so many probably different ways. There's different ways they went in the past with it. Like they could have went very like crazy or different or made it just a thing on dot mm-hmm. com, but I loved how they did it on TV. I thought it was done so well. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Very well. Yeah. It was a crazy day. It was a very emotional day. Um, oh, just because bet. then you kind of realize like, oh wait, no, this is where I started my journey. I mm-hmm. came here on my own, like just not sure if I'd make it and just for a year straight thinking that I was gonna get fired, you know, on um Mm. on any given Friday and then to to have gone through that and then realize that okay now I'm going to be leaving here with a family it's just wild that is I mean I just I couldn't even imagine like especially because when you made your announcement I was just like oh my gosh she like going on top and then being a mom which I think is the best way like I love that way but yeah I couldn't I my first thoughts were like I can only imagine what was going through her head I mean you were just on billions which I want to get into because I know you have an incredible acting career ahead of you you were everywhere you are everywhere and so then hearing that I was like you know immediately because us career women always have to think about that stuff exactly you know we talk about that constantly so that's like immediately what was going through my head well and I think too just because I think of those moments like Colby was able to be there and just being backstage. And that'd be so special for you guys. And that's going to be something that your kid's going to be able to watch. I just Mm. think that's going to be just so special. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, mommy, that's like how you did it. And like, it's just going to be fun. Like, and I'm going to be cute. You know, it's really special. Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, Hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today so now you're home so we we have to know what's like next have you been planning nurseries are you going to do a gender reveal party like what what's your thoughts uh no i don't think i'm gonna do i'm not Y'all are so good at doing the parties and everything like that. <laughs> we love I'm it. just like, oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know how to do all that. And then also, uh, I've got this table right behind me and like uh I had four chairs on it and I was like, that's not enough. I should get two more chairs. Colby's like, when are we gonna have six people over here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, a dinner party. He was like, Well, I won't be here. So <laughs> that is so yeah, cute. We're not big party people. Um so uh what's next? Yeah, yeah, building a nursery, that's next. Um we're still splitting time between LA and Iowa, but that's kind of gonna gonna end uh soon I'm gonna stay put in one spot. But yeah, I I think that was to be honest with you, that was the toughest part of all of this was adjusting from going 90 miles an hour every single day to okay, now you're home and, mm-hmm. and, and look, the world is shut down too. Yes. So it's yes. not like it, it does not help. So I've been trying to, to work on, on my own little projects when I can, but read all the books and get ready. And- I've been so bad. I still, I've read only half a book, 
But I, I told Artem, I just feel like it's better if we cram last minute because then we'll be in our head. Wait a second. I've been your book. I mean, she actually has been my book. The I good thing her. about quarantine <laughs> is that she, because we're, we're next door neighbors, we're together 24-7. So I feel like I've been helping you. I've been yeah. educating you. Well, you know, I think because we're used to going like, 24 seven and just a hundred miles per hour. It was weird that when we've got put in lockdown, I was like, well, I'm going to do all these things, but it just makes you more tired. I try not to be depressed because it's not like I can even go see my personal trainer. Like I can't go to a class, a workout class. I can't go walk around the mall if I wanted to, because I can't do anything else. It's like just being in lockdown. It mentally is like been tough We've been a little stir crazy. Yeah, stir crazy. But I need to get better about reading books, especially being five weeks out. I'm like, I've hired doulas for the first eight weeks. So they help you as you go. And so I'm, I'm fortunate at least that someone will help me with breastfeeding and different things like that. Right. And there is a thing about the mother's instinct and I agree. And that does kick in. I mean, I I read so many books, but it was weird how in labor your body takes over. And so all of those hypnobirthing techniques I did out the door and um, it was like, my body was just like trying to survive. And then I even felt after I told Nicole, it's weird because it is like groundhog's day every day. Cause all they do is they poop, they sleep so you just get so used to it and you feel like all of a sudden you become a pro in like four days times. But the one thing that I can't wait to see for you, because I know for me it took a couple months, but getting back into like a career and being a mom and, and I'm sure you want to go back to wrestling like after and trying to balance that, which is just going to be amazing. And if I can give any advice. It's- well, you don't have to say you're sure about it. You don't know what Becky's thinking. That's true. That's actually very true. Yeah. I mean, geez. <laughs> but it's, it's, it, so the thing is, is that I can think one way now and I know how my brain operates now. So I kind of haven't been making any promises one way or the other because I don't know what my brain is going to be like in six months from now or whatever, right. five months from now. So wow. that's, uh, that's one of those things where, I, I just don't know what's yeah. next, but I do know that I am not good at not working. Yes. Like that does not suit me. That's yeah, not us. working doesn't suit me. No, I, I agree exactly with you. Us. That's exactly how I've been feeling. And I've told Bree so much of the same because it's crazy that I've already feel like I'm so protective of my little boy and he's not even here yet. And it's like, I start to think of thoughts like, do I want him on reality TV? Do I want to raise him in front of a camera? Do I want him to be in a big city? Do it like I start to think of all these things now. And like, do I want to be away from him this much? Will anyone protect him? Like I'll protect him. Like I talked to Artem about all these things. They go on in my head. And like right now I'm always in the nursery from like 3.30 to 5 a.m. Just in there thinking, because I can never sleep Wait, during that 3:30 time. 3.30 to 5 a.m.? I'm She's a worrier. I'm a worrier. Okay. So I always peek through my, because we're neighbors. So when Brian was on the road for a while, I literally will wake up and peek out my windows to make sure no one's in their backyard or like that they're safe. Like, because I worry about her and Birdie so much. And then I start to worry about him, the baby. And then I just will sit in his nursery in my rocking chair. And I think of all these things and like... Maybe I need more security cameras. You know what? Should I put um, still bars on his window? Maybe I should do that. Maybe HOA, I'll get approved. I'm so bad, but it's like, I like to where I've told Art, I'm like, hey, I, I, you know, if dance doesn't come back, maybe I don't get a nanny. He's with the mom and dad all the time. Like, I'm just a freak. I, I feel so bad because I'm going to be, what do you call it? Helicopter mom? A helicopter mom. I'm a helicopter mom. But What's a helicopter mom? Where you just are constantly over your kid, like watching, oh. protecting. I'm very much that. And it's funny because, I mean, Birdie at two months old started traveling everywhere with me. But I instantly knew, I, maybe it was at two months or even little longer that I couldn't go back on the road full time because I just wanted to be with her all the time. And even like when we did the first ever women's Royal rumble, birdie was with me and that was only one night of wrestling. But then when I came back for the mini comeback against 
Rhonda and I was gone every week, it really broke me. And I think it's because it broke her because we were always together. And then like how she would look at me. She's a huge mama's girl. And how she would cry and like get upset. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I couldn't mentally do it. It was too hard. We're like going to LA, New York or Napa for our companies. Birdie was always with me and I'd bring my nanny and you're just going to business meetings. So it would be like her and I would be, I would wake up with Birdie, go to sleep with Birdie and then see her lunchtime or whatever. So that's what I want to do. And you might be the same too. Like I want to bring him anywhere I go. Like when I work, I want him right like there. So if it's coming back to hotel in New York, like I know he's right there or LA or wherever it may be. Like Birdie's already asking us when she gets to go on a big plane again soon. Cause she was so used to it. So she's having withdrawals of she like is. going out for work. She's like, come on guys, we're in the house too long. But we, we feel so bad. Cute. The production has become like her best friends. She like knows all their names who will be in the house and she'll tell us they're her best friends. And we're like, this is so sad. She, we literally Aww. went on a walk this morning and she saw a little girl. Um, they were walking by us and Bertie's face was like, oh, like they do exist because she hasn't been able to play with kids for months. Oh, and God. I feel so bad. I'm just like, I could tell she's yearning for kids her age, but I'm yeah. like, I just don't know when, cause we're pregnant when the right time is for her to like interact with them again. I just, this COVID stuff freaks me out. No, I, mean, I know. I it's know. So it's scary. just, it's just it's so little known about it and it just the science about it changes every day it seems you know so i don't know i think you're just better off being safe and yeah. overly cautious that's how we to, feel yeah yeah we feel the same because arizona we just got hit hard and so now the hospitals are filling up and then we're like wait what what about when we go into labor i was like artem's now freaking out if he'll be able to be there he will i just think i think triage is different where you have your babies it's kind of separate so i could not imagine doing that alone for the first time because i'm as now which i know some people get very upset you'll realize this i don't know if you have yet in the mom's world but i'm very i I talk a lot about it like Instagram or on the podcast. So that's why I think I get a lot of people saying things to Judgy. me. The mom world. I didn't want to say it. The mom world is a little judgy. But because I want an epidural. Isn't that and- just the whole world? Yes. <laughs> I mean, anything true. we say or do now, it's like, oh no. Um, you're just afraid to be you at times. Um, but because I also want to get induced. Um, he's already a week ahead. And so I really want a vaginal birth. Like I want to try like not to have a C-section. And so my doctor feels like, oh, we'll induce you a week early. And so many people, because I spoke about it, got By the way, so upset. I was 10 days late, but a lot of people late will have vaginal births. My situation was way different. At an emergency C-section. No, but I know a lot of people get induced a week early so they could try for the vaginal birth because the baby just starts growing so much. Um, people pushed out 10-pounders. Artem was a 10-pound baby. 10 and a half. Jesus, God bless you. And his mom did Brian it. Brian was 10 pounds. Mom just pushed him right out. I was like, oh my gosh. And like, he already has hair. So what is he over? He's almost six pounds. No, he's definitely over. Cause your, or he might be you're over. 30 week. He was five and a half, I right? five weeks. I'm like, oh my goodness. How am I going to do this? Birdie was a big baby. And I feel like this one's a big one too. So How big was Birdie? She was a little over nine pounds and she had a okay. 14 inch head. Her Humongous head. head. Really I couldn't push her head. I was like crowning. So oh. they kept telling me every next push she would be coming out because you could see the top of her head. And, and I'll never forget, they brought the mirror over so I could look when I was pushing because they thought maybe if I see the top of her head, I'd push harder. And then I couldn't stop staring at my vagina. And I was like, uh, I was like, I held move? her leg. And it's like bright lights. And I'm like, can we move them? I like, I don't oh. want the mirror. I already told Artem, I go, you are not allowed to pass the waist down. Like you're staying in the back because I've seen what it looks like because my sister and it all I'm, goes back to normal i know but it's scary how it just transforms <laughs> i just and what happens it's just i was like you're not no and artem's such a like we've had right now like i don't even crave sex but i was crazy i mean 
I w- I've never thought I could be so horny before. Second trimester. I mean, and even though the beginning of my third. Yeah. But as the bump got bigger, he got afraid of me. Like we'd start to get in the moment and the minute he touched the belly, it was done. He goes, I can't. I'm so sorry. Like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> like I know our baby's right there. And like, and I would get so frustrated. Well, and what messes up the men is they see how the head's down. So they feel like their penises are going to poke the head. When they the see head. the ultrasound photos. Oh, have you God. done the 3D ultrasounds yet? No. Oh. When do you get them? When, I think, when do you I s- feel like 30 weeks is like the, when they want to do it because it's when the baby looks okay. the best. And then and make sure to ask them because they usually won't do it unless you ask. Oh. But the 3D. I it's mean, you, pretty crazy. It's crazy yeah, like i sent you the one and how he was just smiling that was brie gotta be there for that because artem doesn't get to go to the appointments and does colby get to go to the appointments with you yeah he can yeah he's oh, been so to all of them oh well, that's awesome we were, so th- we were in iowa because so much less people there and yeah. uh and then he's got his own gym so you know then at so least nice. we have a gym to go to that he owns that nobody else is going to be in so we can go train there and then uh, i was like okay things are kind of starting to get a bit better so i came back to la because i just i love it here and i miss it and uh and then everything just shut up again so i'll probably just go back to to iowa just so yeah. we can be yeah, there totally yeah. we were supposed yeah. to be in la this week and I was so excited too because I saw the degrees because we're in 110 here and I saw oh. it's like 70 over there and I'm like, yes, let's go. Sabri and Birdie were going to come and then now we're afraid to walk out the door. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many weeks are you, Becky? Uh, almost 17. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if you I really think that. about it, you're almost halfway, which is weird to think, right? That, yeah. Somebody said that to me the other day and I was like, is that true? That's mm-hmm. wild. And, that is and- wild that's so wild and it goes by so fast i feel like when you get over the halfway mark over 20 weeks i feel like those really few go. weeks getting to the halfway mark i was like this feels like forever and the minute it hit halfway i can't believe i'm five weeks out i gotta get to work man i gotta yeah. i gotta build that nursery <laughs> yeah Jesus. you do i just <laughs> finished my nursery and i was like whoa like i pushed it well and the reason i would say to get on it is so many delays because of covid like So there's stuff that still hasn't come in for mine and I got it like a month ago and it's like, cause people weren't in factories working or whatever it may be. So, so somebody else then said to me, uh, they're like, look, people have been having babies for thousands upon thousands of years. (laughs) And really all they've ever needed is just you. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Right. Which oh, is so true. So, that is yeah. so true. And when they they do first come, they sleep next to you in a bassinet. So you don't. I mean, you use the nursery if you want to breastfeed in there or feed and and get them. I don't know. Right. Change them. But other than that, it is true. And I feel like yeah. I'm gonna have mine by my bed for probably over two months. <laughs> well, you say that now. You had bird for over two months by your bed. No. So the first four after the first four weeks. Um, I put her in her own room. And then because we started to travel so much, I just got used to her yeah. being right next to me again. Well, there's the new snoo that as the bassinet you can put by your bed. We got those. I like how your baby is shake. like strapped in. Yeah. And they'll rock them. And that rocking. I'm Which excited is, for that one. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that works. It's just so that weird. Was, We're going to be moms. Right? That was an early recommendation. I know. I know. I know, actually, but I, I really didn't want to be marketed as the mom. No. That was like one thing <laughs> I, I told Kobe. I was like, man, they're going to they're gonna make me the mom. I know it. I know it. And he's like, no, they're not. <laughs> Soon as I said it, the freaking T-shirt came in. I, was, I saw that. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. That is so uh, funny. Oh, my God. Oh, Becky, it. we're so happy you joined us. Oh, like, thanks for having me on, guys. It's yeah, so great it, to talk to you. You I know too, you and too. see your face. I hope at least before you have your baby that we can, you know, maybe we all can see each other in LA. And so something we might be in LA October for like a week You're or something. You're due December? December. I might be oh, in Iowa then. So oh, okay. and she might be in the no, no travel zone. Yeah. Well, yeah. next WrestleMania. Don't hopefully before that. Well, hopefully before, but let's just say we'll all be together with our kids 
it's going yeah, to be mad. True. Like imagine in like 20 years. When all our kids like, are wrestling each other. Yeah. Oh I mean, Birdie's already putting on wrestling moves. Well, I have an idea. We need to pitch, I think, in a few years to do like have a WrestleMania match against you because I would love and maybe it's you two that have to wrestle and I just have to be a manager because of my neck or maybe there's a miracle. (laughs) But I one time I would just love to have a match where my kids ringside and it's just that one moment to like see what mommy used to do or can hopefully can all the still dads do. get that. The dads always yeah. like get you heard it. like Goldberg. He was like, I wanted to do it so my kids could watch me or Shane McMahon. Well, and even so, Stephanie, when I wrestled Stephanie, it meant so much to her that her three daughters were watching. And they when we walked back into Gorilla, you could tell her daughters looked at her like they were like, oh, my gosh, like you're a superhero like they they had the big eyes they were looking at her so cute so we all need to do that when our kids are a little older like maybe three or four yeah because right now birdie will watch brian and then we have to turn it off because it's hard when he falls or gets so amazing when you got announced for hall of fame and she was in gorilla she She looked at you like but i wasn't fighting and then brian had the match after and then she started to cry Oh, God yeah. Bless. Becky, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so special. And uh, I just, we need to catch up more. More I Zooms, I really more hanging you. out. Yes. So. Yeah. We'll all hang out and we'll all be yes. moms, though, maybe by that yeah. time. Which well, is crazy. We might all have toddlers yeah. by that time when we could actually walk out our front door. <laughs> Honestly, right? It's crazy. It'll be the first yeah. time we all have baby showers. That's yeah. like them being toddlers. <laughs> Toddler shower. Well, good luck, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, you, you too. too. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Bye. 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 All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes. And thank you, Becky, for gracing us on our show. And we are so excited you're going to be a mommy. Oh, my gosh. So excited. And everyone, don't forget that next week is our baby shower episode. So make sure to call our hotline at 833-Q-Bellas to leave your favorite mommy tip. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we just launched a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast. So make sure to follow us at the Bella's Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See, See you, you next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home.